Welcome to another episode of the Seminar Files. This is L. KB. Hashtag feminism. African queen. African queen. Three black women. Where's the lie? Hello, world, and welcome to another episode of the Seminar Files. The gang is all. Oh, wait, let me quote Shelby from The Best Man. Well, 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 the gang's all back together. Break out the 40s. Hi, Shelby. Nigga, don't act like y'all ain't ever seen The Best Man. I mean, I can't. We were letting you, we were letting you have your moment. I can't quote it. We I can't quote him. it. Right. I thought you were just going to do Shelby's part. I didn't know you was going to do everybody's part, but kudos to you. Listen, I can keep going. I know the movie. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Listen, <laughs> before we get started, I want to address a couple of things in my absence. So I, oh, I, I already? That's how we starting, KB? Hey, hey, got to get it off my chest. Okay. Okay. So first thing. All them jokes y'all started having on Florida last week. You know, you was doing a little, it was a little much. A little much, you know? You know, I mean, it is Florida, but y'all went a little hard. Next. Y'all Did sound like Wait a second. I'm sorry, listeners. Just Did so we lie, know, though? This hoe got a list. She has to oh, have a, out. She has oh, a list. I, I listened to the episode, and I started writing stuff down. Oh, I know they didn't say that. And oh, then okay. it was so funny, because I think I was talking to Elle saying, this is probably how the listeners listen to this show. I'm like yelling in the, the doggone car as I'm yeah. listening. Like yeah. my comment. Hey, no, I think this. So I was like, oh my God, this is probably what everybody else does. Okay, anyway. Next, y'all sounded old as shit when y'all was talking about what we did before GPS. Like, we did that. We Yeah, we it was did. a real, no, it was a real thing. It was, like, but I don't think y'all needed to really go into detail. Just no. say no. Before no, GP. Yeah, I don't no. know. I just wanted to say that. Okay, anyway, L. I'm so glad you stopped trying to say opioid. Like I, I really. Wait, say it again. Can't say it again. Opioid. 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 Shook had to help you several times, and I was glad you quit at the end because then you just like I'm just not going to say that no more. Thanks. Okay. All right. Now. You mentioned the Sisters Who Kill podcast that you put me on. One of them got an irritating ass voice. Don't you recommend that shit to nobody else? Oh my God. Oh, that's a good ass podcast. I don't know. Like, and they got hella sponsors. So I'm trying to figure out how because they be talking back and forth like kids. And I'm like, I know y'all got to be of age. And then I can't tell if they really doing their research and just pulling from other podcast episodes. I was confused. But they pull from multiple resources, though. They don't seem like they be doing a due diligence, though. Some of these shit sound like they just be out here winging it. No, I think they pull it from reputable sources. Okay, their delivery is just horrible. It's okay. Yeah, I just listened to an episode today on my way home from work, and they pulled up information and, like, I I guess from news sources, and they looked at um, a YouTube video. They played a clip from YouTube from a trial. Well, it was a sentencing, because in this instance, the woman pled guilty. 
Well, so okay, so X got jokes. We're gonna break X in. Oh yeah, the conversation, y'all. No, he got jokes though. Y'all aren't the millennials that y'all think y'all are. I that's saw that. I was, nope, I was that's gonna let that slide. That is I for was you. Gonna let that slide, but okay. No, oh, oh, because I'm saying no. I didn't want y'all to talk about the dog on GPS versus printing out the MapQuest directions. Nobody needs to know that. Okay, and then. Yes, I agree with you. Bestseller isn't always about having the best content, for sure. Because I was I, anyway. I'm not gonna dog them. They they they're interesting topics for sure. But I was like, oh, she mentioned them. I just want to give people a heads up. One of them got an irritating ass voice. Like L, you got a very distinct voice. Her shit is like on another level irritating. Oh, so you saying my my voice is irritating? I caught that subtle shade. Right, it's right. Thank you. Ah, it's not irritating. Nigga, I can read between the lines, motherfucker. I can read between the lines. It's not. It is not humble shade. That's what the ex said. But listen, no, it's there was not nothing like humble about that. Okay, let's move on. How everybody doing? You know, Wait. can I be honest? I'm gonna go first, which don't okay. normally happen. Oh, let me be honest. This week has been hella rough. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. X, I'm sorry that you're here, but my cycle is on, so that even makes me feel more tired. And I'm going to be honest, we had our little Zoom call with the travel agent and the group going on the trip next week, and that actually gave me life. So now I'm energetic, I'm excited, I have all this energy. I made myself a beverage before we started recording. So yeah. Oh, you are showing out. Yeah, I'm showing out just a little, I'm half-dressed. So, yeah, it's great. I don't have any pants on. I took my pants off. Oh, right. That's why I was like, wait a minute. What are we talking about halfway dress? I was like, you look cute from the top up. Because I, oh, I like the hair. I like it. Oh, yeah, she done already got it done. I said, why you got your hair done this early? Anyway. Listen, nigga, I got a lot of shit going that's on. That's how me a nigga. Right? I was like, oh, shit. Okay, here we go. That's the term of endearment. <laughs> That's a term of endearment. You should know me. You have known me long enough to know when I say nigga, that's my love language. Okay. That's a damn, that's a damn shame. Anywho. So, so I feel good. Thank you. Uh, that's what's up. All right. Shook, how you feeling? Y'all know how I'm feeling. You saw how I'm feeling. Let's talk about it. All right. So uh, your girl only has nine toenails right now. Oh, Lord. Looking like uh Sealy. Tell them how you looking like Sealy right now. No, so I got my hair done yesterday. So she wanted to try out the style. So I have pipe cleaners right now. And then I'm going to take them down because I was thinking about taking them down this weekend. But I was like, no, I should leave them in. So my hair will be super cute for my birthday. Because since I'm not going to be able to go to Egypt with you guys... <laughs> I had to buy a car. Get over it. Um, so I will be going to Boston with my boo for my birthday. I'm oh, excited. I'm cute. excited. Okay, Elle, since she has a hand raised. I have a question. Yeah. Did you go out the house looking like Seely? Hell yeah, I did. I don't give no fuck. I don't care. Can't nobody, don't nobody know it's me anyway. Everybody's wearing a mask. I don't care. I had to go get this money. Okay, girl. But anyway, back to my toe. <laughs> so, so much energy in those responses. 
anyway, back to my toe. So I, um, I actually kind of like chipped my toenail earlier this year because I guess my toenails were too long. I had gone too long in between pedicures. So part of my toenail broke off. But the girl at the nail salon was like, oh, it's no big deal. I can make you a toenail. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I've had this fake toenail on my toe since like January or February. Well, freak accident. It's October. Yeah, but toenails take a long time to grow back. So I know, I, but still, January is October. Toenails take an average of 12 to 18 months to grow back. Mm. okay very well my sister had that happen to her it took a long time for yes her to it takes she had one yeah. like a fungus hit her toe from a dog on nail shop right so be Playing careful with you that. know who dumb people oh, oh my god anyway we, we ain't gonna get into that but anyway so i was getting a pedicure and i asked the lady i was like you know can we take my toenail off because like you l i was like shouldn't shouldn't my real nail be fully formed by now? So she was like, I'm going to check it. So she tried to check it. And I think whatever she did, she didn't glue it back on properly because I went to sleep like last week and I felt a pop and I was like, what the hell was that? So I looked and my toenail like kind of popped off so I could see like my actual toenail underneath the fake toenail that they had and ever since then it's been lifting a little bit more so I had to make a podiatry appointment in order for them to remove it so I I had a little bit of outpatient surgery y'all should have saw me in this dude's office I was acting like a straight up bitch because he had these needles like he had to actually numb my toe in order to be able to pull the rest of my toenail off or otherwise I was going to feel it and it was going to hurt. And my, well, my thing is that- I'm going to drink this, listen to this. Well, normally I'm not that bad with needles. Like I don't mind getting shots, but you know, I have a thing about feet because I feel like feet are sensitive every time I go to get a pedicure when they scrub the, the dead skin off of your feet or whatever, that tickles. So I knew I was going to, feel this so I was kind of freaking out and he was like you know if you don't relax your toe you're gonna have to come back but luckily he had this screen so I didn't even see him when he he did whatever it was that he did so he calmed me down and he was like you know you're doing great or whatever because I was really freaking out but now I have my toe wrapped up in gauze and I can't go to work. I feel some type of way about that because y'all know I enjoy my little part-time job and getting my money and all that jazz. But be careful what you wish for because I do remember having a conversation with Bay and saying, I kind of just want to turn my phone off this weekend and read some books. So now I got my wish. So that's me in a nutshell. Oh, and I have my braces on. I look like a real geek. I look like I'm 15. Lord. more like 13 i'll take it well actually my neighbor did say that because i went to go check my mailbox and she was like girl i didn't even know that was you you look like a little girl so i was like i appreciate you thank you oh lord yeah like, and i lost like 15 no... pounds oh that's yeah that's gonna take that's take that take years off the weight take years off you right and the braces and i dyed my gray hair so i'm i'm looking 
I was gonna say something really inappropriate, but um, yeah. Oh yeah, she could put. Oh, you know what? You know what she'll look like for Halloween. What's that movie with the little? Oh, it's from Lovecraft Country. The little kids that was like following the girl, the little taxi and Bobsy. Yeah, that what you. Okay. Get off my phone, Katie. Get off my phone. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Anyway, all right. How I'm doing? So this is my last episode of in my thirties. Ow! Wow. Ow! How does it feel? I ain't coming for everybody tonight. It is, but listen, when you get to a certain age, you can start saying shit you want to. You don't say. give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um. I don't know. I was feeling down and I'd be feeling like I should be appreciative. So I chill out on my feeling bad about turning 40. Then no, I go but back I, to feeling bad and then I go back. No, you know, but that's I just think how that's amazing because I really was thinking about that earlier. I was kind of like, I feel like life really does begin at 40 that's because it's like, no, seriously, because it's like, you're young enough to know better. Like you have all of this wisdom and experience, but you're old enough to um, like, you just know better. So it's kind of like what you were saying. You really don't give a fuck about what anybody has to say. And it's kind of like you start living life on your terms because it's kind of like a a check. It's like, fuck, 40 years flew by. What am I going to do with this next 40? Like, hopefully mm-hmm. I make it to another 40. So thing. I got to make this shit count. I think I always had this personality of not giving a fuck what people said. So it's like, what do you yeah, do? Yeah, that's, that's, that's true. That's so it's true. like, what are you doing this now? Like, yeah, you hear other people, like, they spreading their wings, but I feel like I already spread it my shit. Like, I don't know. We'll see what happens, though. I know I'm not mm-hmm. where, we've had this conversation, I kind of feel like I'm not where I want to be personally. But um, yeah. So this is the last episode in these goddamn thirties. I can't. Well, I can't say. Be, KB? <sighs> right. Where do you want to be? That's a good right. question. Let's talk about it. Where do you want to be? I, I don't want to do it today because I get sad as fuck. Why? Because yeah. I do. Let's just enjoy this last episode of me being in my fucking. I'm not 30s. where I want to be either. Nobody's where they want to be. If you really want to be honest. Oh, I'm sure, but that's just life. It is what it is. <laughs> X, what? <laughs> you see his comment? <laughs> what did he say? Thing. And I don't have enough to do everything I want. I still want a house in um, New York. But you're on your way, though, KB. I think it would be different if we weren't working towards our goals and working to be where we, towards where we want to be, right? Like if we were stagnant. You don't feel stagnant, do you? I do feel like it's a little stagnant right now. You shouldn't though. Like you're, if you think about it. No, I wanted to be a director before I hit 40. That shit's not happening. But then also, and and this was something. That was just a goal in my head. And I never made the 40, the top, whatever under 40. Nigga, I should be on that list. Like I really should. I know it's stupid. I know it's stupid in reality, but I wanted to be on the fucking list. But listen, KB, so like like, even. Shook, how many people can say they published like the fuck I have published? Like, all of the things right. that I do. Ex- exactly. exactly. But the thing is, and this is something that I'm learning, like, even with this whole toe situation, it's all about your fucking perspective. So it's kind of like I could be upset because it's like I do want to be making money right now. But I'm also like, this could be God's way of protecting me from something. This also could be 
I need this break. I need this rest. So it all depends on how you look at things, but you are very accomplished for where you are. You make like more money than probably 98% uh-uh, uh-uh. of the population don't, don't in America. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. Nope. You do though, Katie. Don't put that shit on the don't put <laughs> but you're a pharmacist so even if you were working at cvs you I am still going making, that right i know you are but you still are making more money than but that's most not people. everything so what no, else it's do you not. want baby what else it's do you want it's not I want a but warm think about body it. to lay up and get penis anytime i want to well maybe so i want to be you might find it in Egypt. Then I have to move there. No, you wouldn't. What if he lives in America? What if he lives in Philly? He probably want a green card anyway. You have to bring him back. Why do you tell her that? What? <laughs> Why do you say that to her? And you I don't know why anybody else using me just for a green card. I got a flu shot today, y'all. But anyway. I was gonna ask you about that band-aid. I got a flu shot today, y'all. I still got a house phone. Let's talk about that. That one. <laughs> that one. <laughs> That one. Why she getting on us about this GPS? You she still was. got a house home, exactly. Listen, because I'm a real adult, and I just feel like real adults need to have uh, freaking house phones. Uh, That's it. Don't say no goddamn house phones. Not in 2021. Not right. in the year of our Lord, 2021. We don't. But Thank listen, you. I wasn't trying to talk about the house phone. They they bringing up the house phone. So okay. we could have not talked about MapQuest, and we could have not talked about the house phone. Okay. You brought up MapQuest first. Hmm. I brought up MapQuest because y'all brought up MapQuest in the last episode. <laughs> uh, oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. So what's been going on? Oh, y'all, wait, pause. So have y'all seen the latest news in the Murdoch family saga? No. Please Did update it. us. Did I send it to you? Yeah, I sent it to you. Go ahead. You go ahead and report. And I love the reporting on the last episode. Go ahead. So six weeks before Maggie and Paul were found murdered, she drove an hour to Charleston to speak to a divorce attorney. Oh, he killed their whole goddamn family. He killed the um the maid too. Of course Mark he killed the maid. Of course he, he- did. Yeah. Then, killed- wait, get this though. Apparently in 2015, there was a young man named Stephen Smith who was found murdered. In on their Old property? Houston. It wasn't on their property, but it was apparently it was close to their home. And so apparently Stephen had his car had run out of gas and he died three miles. He was found dead three miles from his car. And initially police thought that it was a hit and run, but now they're thinking foul play was involved. So they've reopened the case. I I cannot. <clears throat> so child, listen. And they got a podcast too for the Murdoch family. Yes, they do. Oh, you know what I forgot to bring up? I'm sorry. Let's go back real. I'm so sorry. We talking about Murdoch, but he I don't know how to tie the shit in, but I'm just gonna say it. Y'all know it's the fall. So what season are we upon? Cuffin season. And what other season? Libra season, bitch! That is the most important part. But then what's the third thing that we're upon? Gray pants. Oh, gray sweatpants. Yes! Hey, so listen. Gray sweatpants. You got them on? Let's see. X, do you have them? Oh, now he's being shy. Oh, he's being shy. Right. Uh-huh. He's being shy. Let me see stand, that print. Stand up and let... 
What that print do? He gonna get us an HR. Look, if we had an HR, then he could have reported us. But since we ain't got no HR, we ain't got to worry about it. We ain't got no HR, bitch. It's a podcast. Oh my god. We are HR. He can't report. <laughs> sexually harassing. Okay. Anyway, oh so the question on the on the table is: Do we bring back the sweatshirts for another round? You really want to ask us that while we record? I, I do want to ask you Listeners, that. how about we let the listeners decide? I'll put a poll on Instagram. Okay, actually do it, though. I am. I'll do okay. it when we finish recording the episode. Okay, back to the stories. Just wanted to make, mention that. Thanks. Come on, great sweatpants season. And I'm just seeing everybody post. And I'm like, yo, we got, we got, we got material we for got this. Merch. Yeah, we got merch. And I actually had mine on this past weekend when my girlfriend was here visiting from Florida. She was like, where did you get that from? Um, we we had this all last year during the fall season. Back. I didn't see that. Ugh. Anyway. Oh, can I wear that this weekend? I don't know if that would be appropriate to wear to Egypt. Well, oh, yeah. Don't cold, go to jail. Don't they go might jail. not know what we're talking about. No, <laughs> they're, they're conservative on. over there. I wouldn't know. Maybe I wouldn't I'll risk it. it I'll put it on when I land in Paris before I come back to America. There you go. Yeah, you could do that. I have don't it in wear, my on. Don't wear that shit in Egypt. Yeah, I don't need to get arrested. Please don't. Well, matter of fact, yeah, I need to see y'all after. Like, are y'all gonna wear like burkas and stuff? Like, are y'all gonna be do the head to toe like whole? We have to. So at a minimum, we actually just talked to the travel agent earlier today, as I alluded to. And she gave us some great information. So, of course, we have to have, like, our shoulders covered when we go into the mosque. Um, So, you know, we have that. Uh, But also, I think a few of us bought pashminas to kind of wear as burkas. And we really just have to, like, wrap our hair. So, I have a couple of those things. And I also bought a burka, too. But I feel like I might be hot as hell. So, there's that. So I'm I'm getting cool. sad now. Oh, now you want to be sad, motherfucker? You had the never mind. I'm gonna leave you alone. I'm leave you alone. I'm leave you alone. If you got listen, if you have thirty-five thousand dollars that you could throw my way, I don't then this would be a completely different conversation. I don't because I got okay, my man. own vehicle outside. Thank you. When that car no hit, how you feel? Matter of fact, I had to make yeah. a payment today. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> every 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 month. month. Exactly. Every month. Yeah. So you want to hear something funny? So you know how y'all always crack on me and tell me I don't have parking by my house. You don't. I do. You don't. So in any event, my friend Kristen of Conceptual Beauty, shout out to Kristen, sent me this post on Instagram where I guess like Washington Probs has like a page on like you know Instagram or whatever shout out to Washington Probs and somebody commented about how somebody is always parking in front of their house and she's like every time I see a mention of that it makes me think of you and I was like that's because I have parking in front of my house and she's like Toya that's not your parking space I was like it is I was like that space in front of my house was is included in my property She's like, Toya, it's not. Oh, my God. But it still is. I think it is anyway. KB, actually, you know I have a parking spot in front of my house, right? Oh, my God. She doesn't have a parking spot. Thank you. No, you you do not. You do not. 
street parking. You don't have one. It's fair game. It's street parking. Somebody tell her it's street parking. Thank you. But that space in front of my house is no. It is not. It's not sis. Look, sis, who say sis? Sis, <laughs> me, motherfucker, I say sis. Sis, <laughs> it's not your parking space. Next question. Fine. Oh you have all your clothes purchased for um for Egypt. Should ask not. us if we got our burkas and our um and whatnot. I do. I just got my head wrapped today. Um, but I already had, you know, from when I went to Dubai, I had the the long piece already. I don't know the correct names right now, but anyway. So yeah, the burka right. and the hijab. Thank you. That part. So no, I don't have to rest my clothes. That's why we're wrapping up at a certain time, so I can go run to the mall. Oh, I'm gonna wrap this up this weekend. Oh, okay. I'm gonna wrap it up this weekend. Yeah, because a week from the day, bitch. Yeah, and I gotta wash my clothes. I gotta wash this stuff and all of that. So yeah, I'm gonna wrap this up. A town down. Oh my gosh. What? No. No. Okay. Next. I'm sorry. I'm gonna stop drinking. No, no, don't, don't do that. (laughs) I just called one of my old friends from back in the day, and she was like, she stopped drinking three years ago. Oh. Three years ago. It's That's her birthday today, but I, I talked to her two days ago. I sent her a little something. And I was like, oh, you stopped drinking three? Oh, oh my God. I have acid reflux and all, and I won't stop drinking wine. Nigga. Anyway. I can't with you. So wow. should, what else is going on? Oh, wait. KB, hmm? what are your thoughts about Gabby and Dwayne Wade since you didn't weigh in last week? Oh, you know, Wait, I, I'm, she not, I'm still not a Gabby fan. No, now see, Shuggy, you go with this shit. <laughs> I need you to read the article. I don't need to read the article. Read the okay? article. I don't need to read the article. Fine. I I am still not a Gabby fan. I don't give a fuck what. Nah, nah, I'm not fucking with her. Mm, okay. Well, so that's your thoughts on on her book ex- excerpt. I don't give a shit about her book excerpt. Okay, no, well, it was really, done. it was really good because I'm, I'm not the biggest just, Gabby fan the, either. But she's not she's, a media hoarder, me. I don't know. She's grown on me though, because she I heard y'all. I heard y'all say Right, I, I thought it was nice. She's an admitted, you know, um, she's a reformed mean girl. So I didn't that, know about her being mean. I was just on the whole. You was dating this married man, and then didn't know why people was looking at you sideways. I, and, and this is speaking from somebody who's married, so that's why I can't fuck with her. So it's I mean, just, you, I can't defend that. So yeah, I, I, I that's, I, that's why I don't like her. I don't know nothing about her being mean. I ain't know. I ain't know you. Y'all was telling me something last week, but yeah, Gabby is is not a per. She to me, she seemed like a media whore. They do shit for the camera. They do shit for you know whatever, staying relevant. I don't have time for her. She can go okay. on about her business. Well, all right then. Well. So, should can you tell us about this post that you saw on social media? Was it on Facebook? I did you start? Did you start? Did you start the shits? Because you know, should be starting the shits on the um, social media. What I do? No, not about what happened today, KB. About what happened last week. Oh, I know. So that's another. 
So getting into it. All right. So this week's topic is pregnancy. So I wanted to talk about pregnancy last week, but KB was out and I was like, okay, we need KB for this conversation because she's the only one that is a mama out of the three of us. So wanted to get her perspective because we, me and Elle are waiting for that journey to begin. We aunties. We aunties. It's kind of not the same thing, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, that's right. what I was trying to say. How are we not mamas? Right. We're not mamas. But KB, get so, your sister. Anyway, but no, we, I came She fires Libra season. That's the way it's happening. But I came across this post on social media. So let me make sure that I read it so that I get it correct and actually i had it pulled up but of course i lost it but basically the synopsis was this guy was asking for advice on his situation because he'd recently gotten um i guess a promotion at work so he's making significantly more money than what he was making previously and he's been with his girlfriend for two years and you know it turns out that she's she's pregnant so here's the here's the story. I've been with my girlfriend over two years. When we first started dating, I told her I didn't want kids. We both agreed we didn't want children, so it worked out perfectly. She had an IUD, so we never had any issues. That is until last week. She tells me that she's seven weeks pregnant and she considers it a miracle baby. I wasn't happy about it because I knew she had an IUD. I tell her I find that funny because we had two years, no slip ups. Four months ago, I got a promotion with my company, and now I'm making six figures after taxes. I told her I wasn't ready to be a dad, as I told her before. I then asked her if we could go to the doctor to see if the IUD is still there. She tells me when she found out she was pregnant, she immediately had it removed. I told her I didn't believe her, and I need proof that this happened with the IUD in. She tells me no, and I don't have a say so in her decision to keep the baby. I need to either step up and be a man or be put on child support. How is this fair? I feel like she set me up and had the IUD removed without me knowing. Now I don't have a say so. If she got pregnant with the IUD in, I will fully accept my responsibilities. But I feel she had it taken out around my promotion. I'm not ready for kids. And now I'm being forced to be ready or else. So. We can had I, a can I start? conversation. We did, but can I just, this is the first time I'm actually listening to the whole thing, because you know, y'all, I didn't read. Right, you just don't. But, no, but don't what I will say, and I know you're going to get this conversation started, but what I will say, his comment about if she did, you know, if it did happen with IUD in, then I, I'll accept it. It doesn't matter if you're going to accept the shit or not, it's happening. So That part. I, right. That's just one comment I want to make, but y'all go ahead and get it started, and then I'll chime in. <laughs> So I was feeling very fiery about this whole conversation because I kind of feel like I've been in that position before. One, um, you know, finding myself pregnant and not being ready for a baby. But then also, too, I had to check myself because it's like you take that risk every time you have sex. So no matter if you're on pills, shots, use a condom, nothing is 100%. So unless you are keeping your bodily fluids to yourself, you run the chance of getting pregnant. 
So I felt some type of way because I was like, what is your promotion and all of that have to do with it? She was good enough for you to ski in for the past two years. And now you feeling yourself because you making six figures after taxes. Great. Welcome to the club. We're glad you made it. But <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? So that was rubbing me the wrong you, way. You totally just sunned him. But go ahead. I mean, I, I don't give a fuck about how much money you make it because I'm like, okay, so she wasn't a gold digger when you were quote unquote broke, but now that you're making six figures. Who is coffee like that? Put your shit on mute. I'm so sorry. Y'all heard that? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry you can't do that again. I'm sorry. I thought I knew my microphone. You couldn't hear me. My bad. Oh, gosh. But what was I saying? So I'm like, oh, okay. So you were okay with her before you started making six figures. And now that you're making this money, you feeling yourself? Like, I don't, I have a problem with that. I don't just, think that's what happened. That's no, what but she'll just, she'll just totally sun his ass with that comment. But go ahead, keep it moving. Uh-huh. No, I mean, because it's like, would this be an issue if you wouldn't have gotten this promotion? Like, how would you feel? Like, I just felt like the promotion and all of that was a moot point so it's kind of like oh okay she's trying to trap me now that I got this money but I'm like people do get pregnant with IUDs like it happens all the time like have y'all seen that picture of the baby that was born with the um holding the IUD yeah you know what I'm saying so it does happen and then also doctors do remove the IUD just because you could you could the baby could be born with like defects or you could lose the pregnancy if you keep it in. So I have heard of people having it removed in order to make sure that the pregnancy is viable. Yes, L. So can I be devil's advocate for a moment? Sure. Baby, you need to get some water. It's okay. She always devil devil's advocate. Go ahead. I apologize. So I kind of understand where old boy is coming from. And I say that because she had time to to find out she was pregnant, to schedule this doctor's appointment, and she couldn't tell him until after it was already done. I feel like, and maybe this is just me, but I feel like as soon as I would find out, or as soon as I found out I was pregnant, I wasn't planning on getting pregnant. And if we talked about not having children, I'd be like, yo, boo. We need to have a conversation before this goes any further. But do you not think she was just waiting to to confirm it with the doctor before she told him? No. Because my but my thing is, KB, is that does it matter when she told him pregnancy? I'm sorry. Does it matter when she told him? Um, I mean, maybe not. But especially if her mind is made up that she's not having no abortion. But my thing is, is that she needs to have a conversation with him. Like if they have been messing around. Right. But my thinking is too, is that if she has had enough time to schedule an appointment and go in for said appointment to remove her IUD, then she has had enough time to at least have a conversation with this man before it actually happened. But do we know that she actually removed the IUD? That's what we don't right. We don't well she said she, she had she it removed. She, yes. She said but the doctor have, told her to remove it right. because it could endanger the pregnancy. Yes. And but I she was yeah, already I, pregnant. Right. But my point is is that if but we're assuming enough, right. We're assuming so, she was already pregnant. Right. And based on, exactly, and but this is based on what she said to him. 
So my thinking is, is that if she had enough time to go to the doctor to confirm her pregnancy, if she had enough time to confirm or to make this appointment to remove her IUD, then she had enough time to tell old boy what's going on and what's happening. And not necessarily to ask for his permission or to say, this is what, you know, but at least enough to say, I'm pregnant. This is what my doctor said. This is when I'm going to get this done. Yeah. And here's my take on it. So I, I think if you all had a conversation in advance, I agree with y'all, you know, I'm thinking about the text messages, how if you change your mind and you decide that you want to have a, a, a kid, then yes, you should have that discussion with your partner first. Right. Because if you think about what's that genie, what's the girl that got the GZ? Jeannie May. It's a similar conversation, right? She didn't want a child when she was married to the first husband. He decided one, and I guess that's why he divorced her. And then now she has a baby. So yeah, you can change your mind or whatever. But I think we're we're assuming, I only see fault in what she's doing if she actually removed that IUD without notifying him first and he got pregnant. That's the only problem I see. Because like you said, every time you sex, you still out here risking it. You're still, there is still a risk. And so- can't get completely mad unless you made those stakes higher by taking that IUD out. Exactly. But then also, but he ain't got to be ready for shit because it's already happening. Yep. But, she get to go and do what she want to do with her body. He can't control that. Like it's but, all those factors. But like you said, you, you, you decided to lay down with this person. This is the person you lay down with. Right. But then also, too, this brings up another post that I saw on Facebook. And I'm like, I completely get where he's coming from. Like, if she took out the IUD and didn't tell him, then that's foul. I completely agree with that. But we can't say that. That's an assumption that he's making. However, the problem that I have with him is, is that and most people do this, especially men. So it's like the onus is on the woman for birth control, unless it's a condom. So they fully expect you to get the shot or you to be on the pill or whatever else. So it's like, dude, if you came into this relationship and you knew that you did not have a, you did not want to have a child, why didn't you take additional precautions? Why didn't you go get snipped? Or I know they are working on a male birth control, but then it's also like, okay, well, it's easy for the woman to pop the pill or whatever else, but there's also a downside to that. That pill does a lot to women's bodies. And over a period of time, you, it's just, it's messing with your hormones. So it was not natural. So that's how you are able to not get pregnant. So where, when are the men going to step up and do something to ensure that they can't get women pregnant? So let's, let's go ahead and bring X in. We have a male here. <laughs> <laughs> This is that we have a male here. Well, ask you that question, X. So, so, so my, my whole thing on this is, if I, regardless of if she took the IUD out or not, as a man, you know that's a chance that you're taking every time you have sex with somebody. So, yeah, you uh, you should automatically assume that whether she says she's on birth control, whether she says she's on the shot, the pill, whatever. If you're not putting a condom on, you're rolling the dice. And like, oh, well, you you got put in a effed up situation. That's on you, bro. That goes the same for if he was just going to school and he got a scholarship and now he got to figure out how to be a father. It doesn't change whether you're 
whatever your situation is, if you don't want that responsibility, don't engage. Like that's like after that. That's the easiest up. way. It's that simple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's really why. Is. But then I was also thinking too. I'm like, okay, looking at the situation, these are two people that don't need to be together because obviously there's no trust in this relationship because it's like, okay, if old boy came to me and was like, I need proof that you didn't take this IUD out, then it's I'm looking at him like my word isn't good enough and you don't trust me. Like, why are we in a relationship with somebody that you feel like would try and trap you? But I don't think he feels that way. I don't I think he only felt that way now. I don't think he felt that way before. Does that make sense? I mean, I get what you're I get what you're saying, but at the same time, if you feel like this is if you feel like this woman is capable of doing that, why are you with her, dog? So so can I say something? This uh, and this is like the comment that I made in the chat. Like I feel like it's the cousin to if you ask someone if they have any STDs, right? Like, I feel like when you have like a new sexual partner and you have that conversation and you go get tested or what have you, do you ask to actually see their test results or do you trust them? And the issue becomes, you know, a year after you all have been together, I see Ed shaking his head. But my thing is, is that what if you all have been together for a year and this is the only person you've had sex with in the past year, and before you started having sex with them, your test came back clear. Then you get tested a year later and you come up with like chlamydia. Then clearly- Somebody was cheating. Part, right. was cheating. And that's, but, and that's my point. Or their test wasn't as clean as they said it was when y'all started effing around. So to me, that's like this kind of like the same thing. I trust you until you give me a reason not to. And I feel but like for true. this gentleman- I feel like that's sort of the stance that he went into this relationship or this situation. But you're still, with. you're still taking a chance, though. Like exactly. Even even if they come back with a clean test, you're still taking a chance because you know HIV doesn't show up immediately. They could exactly. have got HIV last week and it wouldn't have shown up. So at a certain point, the personal responsibility in all this is you made a choice to sleep with this person, even if all their tests come back clean, even if they're on birth control shit happens ain't nothing 100 percent. right just man up and take care of your responsibilities that's just the long and short of it right this baby happening whether you wanted to or not word to lawrence insecure coming back this month i'm excited it is condolences oh i'm excited (laughs) wait what you got a baby who got a baby condolences You know, condolences. Uh, condolences was pregnant at the end of season four. She got an S on the end of her name. No, girl, that's what that's what I call her. I don't call her Condola. Oh, her name should have been Condoms. How about that? Her name should have been Condoms. <laughs> and a lot of people call her all types of names that's not her name, like Condolisa. <laughs> they call her that. What else they call her? Should. Everything they call her condolences. everything but a child of God. Exactly. <laughs> I call her condolences, just like I call the pandemic the ponderosa. No, but, like you, like you said, I think it's not just on the woman. It has to be on both partners. Y'all really right. It has, it has to it. be on both. I think it's so, quite simple. <laughs> right. And I'm like, okay, don't put the onus on somebody else to make sure that you're okay. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like birth control fails all the fucking time. 
It's not 100%. So make sure that you, spoiler alert, they had a whole year to watch Insecure. Really so I don't did. feel bad about that. So I don't, you don't know that. Actually, a year and a half. A year and a half. If you don't know that bitch pregnant by now, that baby popped out. We saw well, it. I forgot. I and, forgot. And, 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 and they got the preview and the trailer all yep. on goddamn Instagram and Facebook. Right. Right. Everybody so wait, knows pregnant. That show been gone for over a year. Exactly. No, how she just got a baby popped out, though. That baby should be one years old. Well, I mean, we don't we don't know, but just looking from the preview, she was holding a baby. She was holding a baby. So oh, this is realistic. Ass- that child should be walking. We're assuming no. that that was the baby she was holding. Exactly. But also, KB, too, you know that like in- Insecure does things like in real, like in real time, like they don't skip ahead on the show. They need to skip ahead if y'all gonna make these babies and have this long break. I mean, well, we we don't know what the time frame is. So everything when just stopped like back. a time machine. Like, is we don't it a time know, baby. We, we don't know, know yet. October twenty fourth when it premieres. Fine. Right. You got twenty some odd days. Okay. I'm not counting. After I turn forty, I'm not counting no more. Oh my god! So that means I need to go back and start watching all the seasons now. I might do that this weekend since I can't do shit with this toe. So. Yo, I'll be watching yeah. Insecure. Don't shoot me in my pinky toe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck on, you, KB. <laughs> but no, so that was Are my whole. Shoot me in my pinky toe. That was, that was my whole gist because there was a heated discussion that I also saw on Facebook where there's a um there's a guy and a girl in bed and he's like, you should go on the pill. And the girl is like, you should get a vasectomy since we're making decisions about each other's bodies now. And people were going in on this photo. Yes. They were. Can I just say something? I'm just very happy that the woman in the um, illustration was a plus size woman and had big titties. That's what we really look like. Thank you. What? Oh my God. What? <laughs> <laughs> what did you? Wow, I was not expecting that comment. Oh but okay. God. But yeah, and one guy, because I had to ask him and he was like, I feel some type of way about this, like just based off of what she said, I'm getting out of the bed. And I had to ask him, what was that about? So his whole thing was that he felt like having surgery was a more invasive thing than her being on the pill, which goes to show that men still don't understand how the pill works, because that really is like changing your body chemistry and all but guess what? He does need to get up out the bed. He did the right. Like, if you don't right. want to, no, exactly. And his right. And his comment was basically like, "I wouldn't tell a woman what to do anyway." So that's why he said he felt like he would get up out the bed. She told him to get it affecting me. But I also feel like homeboy missed the point of the whole goddamn illustration. But yeah, he point, totally he did. Because then bitch put a condom on. Like it's other ways. Stop. Exactly. You being dramatic, no. sir. No, but you know, he probably wears skinny jeans. You know, mofo's love to go. <laughs> I bet he you he wants skinny jeans. Go get a picture of him. I bet you he got them on. Lord, I ain't gonna tell you. Actually, I am gonna tell y'all what X said. He said these fatherless men are struggling nowadays, or something to that effect. The yeah. fatherless man part is what took me out. <laughs> Pressing did on. he? Did he lie? What I said. He did not. He didn't he lie. Though. Did not. Wait, okay. fatherless? What you? Yeah, we already know. They ain't that got now, no right? daddy, so they ain't had no real men that raised them. Oh yeah, that shit is known though. 
No, but normally people always talk about fatherless women and fatherless girls, but don't nobody oh. talk about these half-ass men running around these parts because they because they weren't raised by their daddy now. Or mm. their mamas couldn't pop their titty at their mouth long enough for them to grow up. And we got some, that's all I'm saying. Some we got some that they ain't let their kids grow up. And so exactly. they they're handicapping shit. One is living. That's who I was thinking about. One living in my basement right now. One living in my basement right now. I was, I was. I'm like, he got both parents, but you know, both titties, both titties in the mouth. Not both of them. Damn, at 37. Let's talk about. Quit Let's talk about it. It might have a little nut set hanging over him too because it's daddy though. Let's talk about it. But anyway. Well, I'm sorry. Can I say something? Can I say I dodged a bullet with that one? Because I really thought he was really cute when I first met him. No, but here's the here's the thing. He banks on that though. He knows yeah. that he's cute. Oh. He's a kappa. So he uses that to his advantage. And then it's like the closer that you get to him, the more you're like. I cannot deal with this shit. Yeah. That's why I have home girls who ask about him. I'm like, girl, he's fun to play with, but put him back on the shelf. <laughs> I see. I'm up- trying to move into a play. <laughs> but let me just say, I just try to move from playing with people and putting them back on the shelf. I actually keeping these motherfuckers out, you know, and bringing them home. Yeah. To their house. No, to their house. But look, just on before we end, I just want to get y'all sentiments because we're talking about fucking in, in no condoms and so forth. And like, we're talking about fucking in no condoms. That's oh, what the whole show. The whole show. I'm sorry. I okay. forgot. I forgot. It's okay. <laughs> oh, okay. So now you put your drink down. Okay. Yes. <laughs> y'all love to tell me to put my drink down. I want you to put your drink down. So wait. Anyway. Okay. 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 That's neither here nor there. So what I will say is, though, is that, you know, the R. Kelly verdict came down. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, everybody been kind of quiet because, I mean, I, I kind of knew he was going to jail, you know, guilty on all charges. Everybody knew he was going to jail. But he's going to stay in jail. He was going to actually get convicted. Like, and I think just hearing the stories, hearing, you know, the things that they got him on, just I, I kind of my eyes are now set on the enablers that was around him. Thank you, KB. I don't All those parents, that, that, that parents, that entourage, the entourage, those employees, all yep. the ones that turned their backs on what was happening, especially yep. when underage, them grown-ass women that was in there, whether they was 21 or 22, they were still of age. But them ones that was 17 and 16 and 15, I want their parents, I want the, and they, I want the employees, I want everybody, you right, ex, everybody needs to get rounded the fuck up. Mm-hmm. First of all, the parents of the girls who took their daughters to the goddamn R. Kelly concert. I'm sorry. Yeah. But when I was watching Surviving R. Kelly and those parents were on there talking about, oh, we took her to the show, but we but didn't think it happened to our girl. L- Why? Your well, daughter L- special? Wait, L. Because we're going down a slippery slope here. Let's not forget how Prince and Maite met. Her parents oh. took her to a Prince concert. I'm glad you call a thing a thing. And I don't even so, think it's taking to the concert. I, don't think, I think it's when you take them behind the, in the back and then no, but you bring them was, to the house. Yes, 
she met Prince. They introduced, like, her mom sent a tape of her belly dancing to Prince, and that's how she kind of became you a backup dancer. You me. Kids. Go Excuse ahead. me. Excuse me. There are two, these are two separate things. And I say that because, mm. wait, 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 wait. There's a difference between being a womanizer and being a pedophile, number one. Number two, my taste parents introduced her to Prince to get her a job, not to be his concubine. That's not why but, that, that's not what that was. But still, it's well, still a slippery a, slope. Um, but Jay-Z and Beyonce met when she was under A. So it's kind of like these guys wait for these girls. Well, right. If so they're the worth anything, if, if they're worth anything, they wait. R. Kelly did not. But does it say something about the guys who, who date these really young women? And vice versa. If it's a woman who goes and get a a, 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 a young and, boy. Yeah. Yes. It says something to me about them. And then I'm right. always like, well, what's the daddy issues or the mama issues over here? Like, it's just because I don't even know what your conversation is. Like, and maybe I'm just not as open it's- to the idea. It's about power. That's honestly what it is. Sometimes it's not even about mommy and daddy issues. Sometimes it's about power. Um, that and then also, and then I think even for the for the younger person, like sometimes it's like, oh, I can learn so much from this person, or this person is so worldly, or they have so much more experience, or I can really learn from them, and that might be what part part of it is. I mean, I don't know. I used to have this crush on Sean Connery, so. I don't know if that's the same thing. It's not. That's a crush. I mean, who ain't like Denzel Washington? Oh, yes. Back but if I was to meet Denzel, would I want to fuck Denzel? No, I don't fuck him. I might want to look at him and. You know. I would fuck no. Brad Pitt. Oh, okay. I was in high school and I would have fucked Brad Pitt. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. Okay, pink dick. But no, but then also I was thinking about it. <laughs> I think somebody I should actually, call the white man in this group so we can figure out what them these really. No, I saw him in Pedo. Never mind, I saw him. Oh, I was gonna okay. say I had a white boyfriend when I was at Sam. Where you? How did I not know this? What? Because it was? was not in Tallahassee. We only dated the summer. It's when I worked at the Y. And I lived in Jacksonville. We'll talk about that later. We ain't got time to do that today. Right? You see both our faces. Like, <laughs> let me find. <laughs> like what? But yeah, it's it's funny that we're talking about R. Kelly because I was actually listening to um, a song that he wrote for another artist and I forgot that he was on it. And he was talking, it was a gospel song. But I was also thinking too that R. Kelly was abused when he was younger. So that's kind of how it starts. It's a cycle. So it, it's a cycle. Right. You need to right. We need to break the cycle. So although I'm like he definitely deserved to go to jail, but I'm also like he needs help because he obviously he had he, he had some deep seated issues from when he was younger because he was abused sure. and molested when he was a child and he never dealt with it. So now he's being forced to deal with it for the, re- the how long the, does he have? Oh, they haven't sentenced yet. I think it's coming up. It's coming okay. up. So I haven't, and he still has two more cases in two other states. It's not That's over. Crazy. He still has to go back to Illinois. He still has to go and it's um at Georgia. I think Georgia is the other one. So this is not your boy ain't getting that. Like, let's just be no, clear. it's yeah. it's I see life. Yeah. Yeah. For the rest of his life. 
So that's it. And it is sad because this man, you know, just gifted when it comes to music and then illiterate as fuck. Like, it's just sad. Yeah. It's yeah. just the whole shit is Everyone sad. Everyone failed him. The people, honestly, the people yeah. who were supposed to protect him growing up, they failed him. They did. And, yeah. you know, unfortunately, this is a manifestation of the things that could happen when children don't have the supports and the things that they need and when they're abused. Yeah. And that, that also ties into this whole abortion thing in Texas. Like, y'all forcing people to have these babies and they don't need to be having babies and they're not ready for babies, but that's a whole nother conversation. And that was so true when y'all was talking about that because last uh, episode, because I was thinking, and yeah, like you say, when they come here, then y'all don't worry about, and then y'all be the one complaining about welfare and having a fun net. Thank you. So how else they going to bring them here if they know they can't have them? But some of these hoes is using this goddamn um, abortion, like it's, it's fucking birth control. Bitch, get on the birth control. Or bitch, just stop fucking. Like, it, it, some of these motherfuckers. It's you know, never going to happen. Right. Or tell your tools, like, that's just some other shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. You, nigga, one is expensive. And for him to start making three, four, and five, I'm trying to figure out how you're doing this. Anyway. I don't know. But on a much happier note, for our Dope Gifted and Black segment, we are highlighting Big Brother Season 23 winner, Xavier Prather. I love X. So I have so many thoughts about the cookout and about the season of Big Brother. And maybe we'll talk about that next episode. Yeah, we got to because I was, I don't know if you saw, I posted a thing on Facebook. Like, do we talk too much about the cookout? Like, nigga, everybody knows about the cookout right now. That Mm -hmm. was something that was really supposed to be within for us. For us, we talk too damn much. We we tell these, we tell the others too way too much. The fact that they even got on team, I ain't watching no episodes. Y'all know I ain't watch that shit. But the point is that, you know, in listening to it, yeah, it showed camaraderie. Is that the right word? Did I say it the right way? It is. Yes, she yeah. did. So it shows that, but then we we tell the secrets. Like that we really, like Issa Rae say, I'm just, I'm rooting for everybody black. Like we all know this, but do we have to keep letting the others know that that's how we, we rock it? And why don't we just start moving underneath and making shit happen? Like be like the fucking Jews. Like they keep that shit within they they communities. I don't know. We just talk too fucking much. Anyway, I say like, you big mad about that, KB. This is my last episode in my thirties. I'm mad about a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, thank you all for joining us for another episode of the Fem Noir Files. Bye. Don't forget to listen, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. Listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Google Play. Connect with us on social media at Film Noir Files on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Film Noir Files. Bye!